The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. This is the WGNS Action Line, talking with Rutherford County newsmakers about what matters most to you. Now your host, Bart Walker. Well, good morning to you. We're focusing on Rutherford County this morning. And if you have a question dealing with Rutherford County, we encourage your phone call, 615-893-1450, 615-893-1450. Rutherford County Mayor Bill Ketron is with us this morning. Bill, good morning to hey, you. Hey, Bart, good morning to you. Good to have you with us on this spring morning. Spring, beautiful day. Yes, Absolutely. Sir. You brought your buddy with you? I did. I did. My sidekick and, and uh, best uh, uh, deputy to the mayor in the state of Tennessee. Is Steve he the Santa. only one? Yes. <laughs> Steve, good morning to you. Good morning. It's a uh, birthday eve for me, Bart. It's a birthday eve. Oh, is it? Birthday I eve. I mean, you want some banana pudding tomorrow. Man, I hope I get some banana pudding. If I don't win any, I'm going to go down there and buy some. <laughs> it is mighty good, I tell oh, you. Oh, it's that. good stuff. Oh, it's good man. stuff. Well, happy birthday early. Well, thank you. Thank you. 29 again. Is that and right? holding. And holding. Okay. <laughs> like Jack Benny. That's right. That's a good year to be. Uh, well, what is uh, you're working, I, I guess, on the budget for the coming fiscal year? Yes, sir. We're right in the middle of budget. That's always a challenging, especially coming out of all of this pandemic situation. How have we, how have we maneuvered through the pandemic? Did we do pretty well? I think we did uh, very well. Uh, we, in the very beginning, two and a half years ago, we were, we were scared. We we didn't know what was coming into our community. Uh, we knew that we had to try to protect our citizens and. And we didn't. We knew that we didn't have enough PPE. We didn't have enough gowns. We didn't have enough uh, ultraviolet lights to to um, uh, uh, clean the rooms and et cetera. And all the uh, wiping down and masking and everything. I, it, it was just a scary time. But I think we're out of it. Matter of fact, last night at at the health and education meeting, uh, Lashan Matthews Dixon, our director of the health department, announced that uh, as of um, Friday will be the last day that we'll be at the State Farm building. So I think we've weathered the storm very well. So all the testing and everything that has been at the State Farm is now going to be moving back the first of the week to the health department in downtown Murfreesboro. So I, I think we, we've done very well. Very definitely. And I'm, I'm glad that building was available because you made good use of it. Yes, sir. Now, that brings up another topic that sort of deals with the State Farm Building. Of course, there was conversation at one point about locating a forensic medical mm-hmm. center there. Mm-hmm. That did not work out because the owners of the building who lease it to State Farm uh, decided they did not want to sell the building at this point, at least for the price that the county was willing yeah, to pay. Yeah, they wanted $40 more million than what we had. You know, between us and State Farm, they they uh, thought that their, the property was worth more. So I don't know what's going to happen with that, but but we haven't. Uh, we're still in the process of looking for a place to create a forensic facility. Matter of fact, I was just in conversation last week with Vanderbilt. Uh, they are showing some interest and in, and in, um, possibly uh, helping in that regard and and joining in a partnership with with uh, uh, the county of Rutherford County. 
Now, would Middle Tennessee State University still be in that partnership? Or? That's that's in the mix as well. Still waiting uh, to hear back from Dr. McPhee. So uh, if, if you had McPhee. those three partners, the county, Vanderbilt, mm-hmm. as well as MTSU, uh, there would be some pretty uh, strong people there. I, I would take think it. so. I would think so. And, and uh, you know, the, the need for a facility like that is, is still continuing to increase. Um weekly as our growth continues because there's uh with the number of suicides and drug overdoses that we're experiencing on a monthly basis is anywhere from 38 to 40 and the price has gone up where we have to run the counties responsible to pay for the autopsies it's gone up to twenty two hundred dollars per autopsy that we're having to to do so if we could retain those here uh, i'm right in the middle of the budget as we talked about i'm probably going to look at uh, close to seven hundred thousand dollars will be in the budget just to pay for autopsies. People don't realize that those things are happening in our community, but it's part of our budget, and we have to pay for it. So, is there a better way that we can um, establish a forensic facility and and perform our own autopsies here in the county instead of sending them to Nashville? Now, you mentioned Vanderbilt. The medical center is involved in this now in the discussions anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have was eighty something acres of land. Yes, sir. They do. Um, uh, they were approved out on um, Veterans Parkway uh, to build a hospital. Uh, they were approved by the CON board, the Certificate of Need board, and uh, it's on appeal right now. There was uh, some conflict between uh, some of the other hospitals in the county. Didn't think that there was a need for that. Uh, additional beds that Vanderbilt wanted to put in. How many beds did they want? I think they wanted uh, 75 or 80 beds. Um, but, you know, I, I think the, and my personal opinion is that, that I'm a free enterprise person that, that let the let the hospitals uh, uh, prove themselves and, and let the people go where they need to go. There's, Vanderbilt has proven that they have probably over 100 patients from rutherford county that go to downtown nashville to vanderbilt so you know as we continue to grow and it doesn't look like it's stopping there should be plenty of of uh, i welcome anybody that wants to bring and make an investment into our county and um, uh, bring that type of of health care here now when you were talking with vanderbilt did they note that they would welcome you to that 80-something acre tract of land for, for this forensic center? Well, they, I mean, the, 80-something acres is a lot of land. Yeah, they, they mentioned it, it um, when I was talking to one of the vice presidents here because we had a ribbon cutting last week for the Vanderbilt Eye Institute that's located over on Heritage Park Drive. I was talking to one of the vice presidents of, at Vanderbilt, and he said he would go back and talk to C. Wright Pinson, Dr. C. Wright Pinson, and... and uh, he was having dinner with him at night, and so that that was about all was mentioned. He said we have plenty of room out there, um, and I said, well, let's let's open that dialogue. Very good. So that is in the uh, offerings, uh, and that's an exciting part of Rutherford County. We're we're seeing a lot of uh, growth, a lot of new things coming in. Uh, one of the new things is the indoor titans football stadium oh yes do you think that's uh, how how serious is that well you know i heard uh, the state uh, put in like 500 million well i think the state it hasn't been 
that's been if they uh, make it a dome if they make it you know mm-hmm. yeah right. the governor has said that he would commit 500 million but that hasn't been approved by the general assembly at this point you know and they're still in session so we'll wait and see how that happens i think it's a it it uh it won't happen probably won't happen unless the state's willing to contribute some so that'll be up to the general assembly to make that decision over the next couple of weeks matter of fact well, now, we're getting the new sports arena right out on 840. Then there's talk of this Titan Stadium. Legacy sports. You know, the Titan Stadium being covered, you know, it could, I could bring in the Super Bowl. It could bring in the Final Four in basketball. It uh, being covered like that, it, it, it could be. Uh, All kinds of concerts. I concerts. Mean, oh, I hadn't yeah. even thought about that. Oh, yeah. 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 It, it could be a nice facility. Mm-hmm. But Any conversation? Where at, do you think it would be? Oh, uh, they want to move it closer to uh, the interstate and and tear down the current. So out in the parking lot mm-hmm. uh, between there and the interstate that goes by on, what is that, 24? Mm-hmm. On 24. They would oh, okay. build it closer to the road and then have apartments and parking behind it. I don't know. Uh, that's the only place that I heard. Okay, so that's, that's in Nashville. Yes, sir. So we're... So there's no same location. Watch yeah. the river. Watch the river. Yeah. During the day and turn around at night and right on okay. the other side and yeah. watch the football game. <laughs> but see, you've got you got right down from there, Bart. You've got Oracle coming in that that huge complex that oh, Oracle yeah. is committed to. So just a lot of growth in all of the mm-hmm. Middle Tennessee area. In fact, this whole area is said to be one of the growth areas of the whole nation. That's correct, and uh, you know I. Mm-hmm. I often tell people we're the number one destination for U-Haul in the country. I don't that think I, I don't think there's any U-Hauls left in California. <laughs> <laughs> I think you probably. Well, well yeah, I saw an advertisement yeah. where they're paying people to deadhead them back to California. Oh yeah, yeah. There's so many here. They're they're paying people to deadhead them. Take them back. back. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, as you look at things that are happening in, in Rutherford County, uh, those are just a few of them. Uh, in recent months. We had the uh, selling uh, at auction of the old bank building, which the county owned up on the Murfreesboro Square. That's correct. Uh, North side of the square, you had the old jail location, the empty property on West Main Street that were sold. Uh, how How is uh, progress on developing something in those locations? Well, the, old, the, the purchaser of the old bank building, uh, he's got it all boarded up, but... Uh, I come by even on the weekends after I get through working out at the gym. I come by and they've got dumpsters and guys are still taking stuff. They're they're stripping it all the way down to the original brick inside that building. So I don't know what his uh, uh, opening date is, but uh, I think it's going to be a real nice restaurant with a rooftop uh, section up on top of the building. Probably um, shouldn't say too much, but we we peeked in one day when we was going down to three nineteen, mm-hmm. and he was in there working, and they've exposed that brick. You know? Oh, yeah. Took that plaster off and everything. And, man, that looks awesome. I love that look. You know, that open brick look. And uh, he's done a ton of work in there. I mean, a ton of work. Well, it's things like that 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 give you the excitement for the square. Oh, Mm -hmm. yeah. And excitement for all of Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Uh, what about the old jail location? Anything? I mean, that's... We haven't heard anything else. on that. I think the guy no. bought it. He just bought it for an investment. You know, at some point in time, he's, he's going to make some money off of it, I'm sure. At that point in time, mm-hmm. we did get um, 
talking about the square we got permission from i presented to the property management committee and kind of got the green light to move forward uh we're not going to build on where the gazebo is uh right by the library we were thinking about building that because the county does own that section um next to the civic plaza but um, uh, it's going to be cheaper for us to go in and, and rehabilitate and remodel the Goldstein's building. So we've got the green light to go ahead, and we turned it over at the last uh, meeting to the PBA, and the PBA Public Building Authority has accepted that, that job, so they're going to start working on finding an architect. Uh, to. Uh, uh, we've got an estimate of what it's going to cost us, about $4 million to go in and rehab it and put it, bring it up to um, ADA specifications, put in a new elevator, and etc so it's uh the bones are still good in that building and and it'll keep with the with the uh, uh, downtown uh image i guess if still tearing down a building a new building well now when that happens are you going to need to move the yes, offices sir. yeah we'll have to i've already talked to the election uh commission they can move down to their facility they have a where they store the voting machines there's enough room for them to operate out of for about a year uh, down on Vine Street, uh, we have three empty offices in the courthouse up on the third floor, but then we'll still need to. Um, in talking to codes, they can they can use the uh, uh, tough books and actually work out of their cars because they're out doing inspections in the field. And same thing with our engineering and stormwater uh, engineers; they can they can work out of their car remotely for a period of time. Uh, we'll we'll figure it out. When do you think that this renovation will begin? Well, uh, I was. We want to wait until after um, the PBA. We we said let's let's look at the timing on this. Um, let the PBA go ahead and and find an architect. Let them start the design of what it's going to take. But we want to wait until after the November elections. We don't want to disturb that because that's our, our number one precinct of voting. Uh, so I would say sometime after the November elections. Now, when you look at bringing in an architect to change and, and renovate, uh -huh. are you looking at a new no, sir. facade? Or no, sir. It'll, it'll be just a renovation of what's there. Mm -hmm. Will it have any more? I mean, it doesn't look like the old Goldstein's building too much. You have to use your imagination. Yeah, well, the Goldstein's building when I was growing up, uh, you know, looked like a 50s and 60s department store, yeah, you know, yeah. with mannequins in and the front window. And it was beautiful. I mean, it, it was it, really it, a neat yeah, store. Yeah, it, it, it was, and, and uh, that's where I used to shop with my parents. I had a boys' section and a men's section and ladies' section. And, and it was, it had several, it had a mezzanine level, the upstairs. Yeah, and it's really chopped up, and that's uh, from a fire safety uh, position. We want to try to correct that and move some walls and et cetera and make sure that it's safer. Now, as you looked at the old gold scenes, people are not that familiar with who are just moving into here. Did the upper stair, upper levels go on over Big B cleaners and uh, now where the... No, sir. No, it stopped no. right there. It, it stopped right there, yeah. Mm -hmm. And we've got pictures actually uh, on the backside closest coming towards the library were two great big doors and that was where the uh, the horses and the fire wagons the water wagons that the horses pulled so that was the city's first fire hall and it, that was a beautiful building yeah, too, well, yeah it was. with the turrets and mm -hmm. everything uh so that wonder when you start renovating are you gonna uncover any of these historical yeah, I, things i think we might 
You know? Interesting. And uh, of course, we got to go downstairs also in the basement, and it's all full of storage boxes and stuff. But the new elevator shaft will have to go all the way down to the to the basement as well. So, are there three levels? Is that what you're looking at? One, two. Or is the mezzanine? Still? Mezzanine. Uh, I guess it counts as a a, a third, middle, but it's really kind of yeah. a two and a half. Mm-hmm. The basement would just be. Um, maybe redone with heat and air and stuff like that because it's a lot of storage in there and it's it's really good for what it is i mean there'll be some redo in there and straighten up but mm-hmm. uh basically the first floor and second floor will be a, a a gutted and and redone in a more of a uh, office type uh build out very good mm-hmm. uh so we're going to wait until after the election mm-hmm. but once that begins what do you think around the first of the new year yes sir how long will it take? About a year, did you yeah, say? Probably about twelve months, about ten to twelve months. Yeah. Thing about it is, it's not the the build out is the time frame. It's uh, getting all the supplies and everything. The That's supply chain is what's holding everybody back on things. Any yeah. indication Doors, that that's about windows, to change? Doors, windows, you just little stuff yeah. like uh, your outlets, the little plastic uh, cups. You know where your sure. wires come in and your and your plugs go in. Just the plastic deals on those are just. You can't get them, you know. Uh, I've I've talked to several electricians, and they had had, you know, in different uh, apartment complexes and different things that they're building and stuff, and where they may need, you know, twenty thousand of those little plastic reset type cups, you know, to put your um, the, your light switches and and plugins and stuff in, and you can only get like maybe a thousand right now mm. because they're trying to ration them out to all the builders, and it's just it's nuts you can't get all that stuff windows we did windows mayor on the um uh, 20th building and and you know they were set back what eight months yeah old judicial building so Mm -hmm. that's still coming we we ordered them back right before christmas yes it's going to be probably this fall before we can get them in yes sir tell you what let's do let's pause for just a moment check on the traffic and weather we will be back and when we come back we'll open up the phone lines if you have a question to talk or text whichever you prefer Those are available right after a check on the weather. The talk or text number 615-893-1450. We are focusing on Rutherford County this morning. Receive breaking news, sports scores, traffic, and weather bulletins on your cell phone. Sign up for text alerts at WGNSRadio.com. Legacy Point Subdivision will eventually have 77 Habitat homes. We were having trouble finding enough lots. Terry Schultz, who is our executive director, thought ahead and decided that we would purchase a big plot of land. When you shop at the Habitat Restore, you save money yourself and help others achieve the dream of home ownership. The Habitat Restore, 850 Mercury Boulevard. Does being a caregiver for your loved one wear you out? Then Arosa Care is here to help. Arosa has an experienced team of caregivers and licensed care managers who help families make educated decisions regarding the aging process. This is Erin Keogh Rankin. Let me help you. Call us at 615-848-6774 or find us at arosacare.com. The Garden Patch Thrift Shop on Spring Street in downtown Murfreesboro. 
We are very blessed to have volunteers, to have friends that are decorators that come in and merchandise our store and do our window displays that help with linens, that help with jewelry, that help just make the store look really nice. Proceeds from sales benefit Greenhouse Ministries, a faith-based nonprofit serving the underserved here in Murfreesboro. The Garden Patch Thrift Shop on Spring Street across from the tall NHC building. If you have an auto loan, do you know the interest rate you're paying? Most people only look at the monthly payment when financing their car. If this sounds like you, then Heritage South Community Credit Union may be able to save you money. Right now, our auto refi special could help drop your rate when you refinance your auto loan from another institution. Visit our website, heritagesouth.org, to learn more. Remember, we help when others won't. Terms and conditions apply. It's so important that we recognize our veterans, shake their hands and say how proud we are of the service that they have given to our country and that we thank them for that. I am Becky Bookner and we salute our veterans. WGNS proudly salutes our U.S. veterans who have served our country. In this salute, we talk to a World War II veteran. American hero, Norm Elzeer. You were on uh, B-24. The Liberator. Uh, the Liberator? That's the... what they called it. Our average mission was seven hours. We were on oxygen seven hours at times. There were six gunners on the plane. When we flew four missions, they give us a fifth of whiskey for the whole six, not a piece. We saved them up, and after we flew so many times, they sent us to the Isle of Capri for a week's rest, and that's where we took all our booze. Every time you got in that plane, you didn't know if that was your first time or your last time? Oh, that's for sure. It got pretty hot at times. How many missions would you say you completed? Not 21, but after we come back from the Isle of Capri, we flew three straight days in a row, and the third day we got shot down. That was 21. After you were shot down, how long did it take for you to find safety? We bailed out over Yugoslavia, and it was German-held at the time. We landed in uh, friendly areas, the Chetnik people there. They took care of us, and we uh, would be warned in advance that the Germans were on our tail, and they would take off. As far as food and water and Food was like scarce. That? Food was scarce. The Germans would come into these villages and take their food. We would go to one village, and we would have beans to eat twice a day for two weeks. Another village would be potatoes. I ended up Jonas because we didn't get the right food. That's one of those things. People did the best they could for us. True American Norm Elzir. Restoration One of Middle Tennessee. A team of experts and immediate responders who help homeowners after disaster strikes. After disaster strikes. Fire, water, or storm damage. We can help you get your life back to normal quickly. Restoration One Middle Tennessee.com. Locally and veteran owned. Hey, hi, and hello there. Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett. Fun lovers and truth seekers. Weekday mornings at 10 on WGNS AM FM Online. Well, good morning to you. Welcome back to the Action Line this morning. We are focusing on Rutherford County, a lot happening in our community. Our county mayor, Bill Ketron, is with us, along with the deputy to the mayor, Steve Sandlin. If you have a question or if you have a comment, the number to call, 615-893-1450. You can talk or text, whichever you prefer, all on that one number. 615-893-1450. I understand that uh, you're going to be dedicating a new veterans building soon. Tell us about that and where is it located? Absolutely, Bart. Uh, you know, 
few months ago, uh, I got a visit by some of the local veterans, and they said that they were looking for some location because we have over 21,000 veterans in Rutherford County, and there are over 20 uh, different veterans groups like American Legion, VFW, uh, AMVETS, um, Vietnam Vets, all those different groups uh, don't have any place to, to meet. And they just kind of bounce around from place to place as, as uh, people allow them, restaurants or churches or wherever. And um, they ask us if we had anything. And I said, just by chance, we might have something. Uh, our maintenance department was over on Rice Street um, that used to be the old school board building. And uh, it turned into the maintenance department of the last 20, 20, 30 years. And uh, we were moving them out over to Haley Road because we had a building over there that we own. We were leasing to the state of Tennessee Workforce Development. And they were moving out, so that had a loading dock. We moved maintenance over there, and we had this empty building. And I said, what a perfect place. It's good timing that you all came in. And, and uh, so we're going to be moving our uh, Rutherford County Veterans Coordinator. He's up here in the Goldstein's building. Dominic is uh, is our go-to person uh, for all of our veterans who who helps our veterans. Uh, he meets with them daily, um, makes appointments, helps them get them lined up with the VA if they need um, uh, medical treatment, etc. cetera. Um, gets them, helps them with the federal government getting their, their um, uh, retirement etc so we'll be moving him to that um, building and also we'll be giving all of these different organizations they came together because i had to have one organization not all 21 of them so they formed a 501c3 and they're all coming together as one and uh, so they're going to occupy the whole rest of the building about 9,000 square feet in the back so we'll have meeting rooms uh take turns with the meeting rooms and and um uh, assembly room etc so we're we're excited about um, uh, allowing them to use that we we um, they're a 501c3 they got passed by the secretary of state's office just last week and so i convinced the county commission to lease them the building for a dollar a year for the next 30 years so our veterans are going to be uh, they're just pumped they're so excited about having a place to go and and uh, we we wanted it was unanimous by the county commission to support them and no. last Saturday, Bart, we mm-hmm. had a had a paint party. A paint party. A paint Let party. me tell you, the the veterans showed up, and I mean, and fifty two show up. It was crazy. They were washing down the walls first because you take, you know, it's a old paneling and stuff and everything. And I mean, just a bunch of men and women excited about being somewhere and having purpose and a new location for them. And I mean. I was pumped. I mean, it was really emotional about what, I mean, those folks were, were doing, you know. And uh, uh, the mayor even stuck a paintbrush in my hand. He's got paint, you know. Me and him actually painted one room. It was just a, it was just a finish. They wouldn't let me do anything really, you know, uh, that was going to look, you know, the final product because, you know, I dropped paint everywhere. I we, had more paint we, on me. And I think we did, I did the first coat. <laughs> so we did the first coat. Me and the mayor did the first coat on one of the, the big great. conference room in there and uh, and cut it through. Bob the painter, uh, you know, with the kind of Bob, he kind of organized that and put it together and, and uh, hats off to him or kudos to him, too. I mean, he jumped in and, and I mean, Bob's a professional painter, though. He knows what's going on. But uh, you can ask my wife. I don't paint. 
I don't paint. She was shocked about me going and paint. <laughs> <laughs> now, this has frontage on uh, Memorial, so good visibility. Great visibility, but you can't get to it from Memorial because of the but new you can bridge. See it. The, yeah, yeah, you can oh, see yeah. it, and we'll have a big sign right there saying the Rutherford County uh, Veterans Center. And it's not going to be like um, kind of the old American legions. They were kind of uh, lounge bars, you know, where guys would go in. This We'll have no alcohol in here. Um, no smoking. No smoking. It's, I mean, it's just going to be a, a good, clean environment for these guys, and they can – each one of the different groups can have an office and telephone desk that can reach out and build their their um, membership. Will there be opportunities for veterans who are having issues with things yes, like uh, PTSD, PTSD and yeah. things oh, yes, of that sir. sort? Yes, absolutely. Because that's that's a really yeah, big counseling need. rooms and and um, we'll we'll have those rooms set up for them where they can get counseling and et cetera. Now, when will th- this is going to officially open? Uh, we haven't set an official opening date because it all depends on how quickly we get the walls painted. Uh, I did get the county commission to give me $20,000 to spend over there. To We put in new ceiling tiles. They're already in, and Bob's going around with telling everybody painting with the rollers, do not touch the ceiling. And um, uh, so we've got uh, money out of that 20000 for new laminate on the floors they were just old concrete floors new laminate and carpet in the in the main offices for our uh, veterans coordinator now if i remember when it was the rutherford county school board building there were a lot of connections mm-hmm. that uh, sort of wiggled around and the levels of the floors went down ramps and things of uh, that sort not it's really a, now i mean it's a, did it's they it's fix a, that it, up it's yeah. all straight yeah it's okay straight. so they yeah. cleaned that up it's yeah. a straight hallway and you've got you know, uh, handicap accessible bathrooms, and then you've got another bathroom down there, and you got uh, the the old conference room where we used to go to uh, see the school board, you know, meeting. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, you got that room, and and then another conference room. I mean, it's just it's basically just rooms, you know. Now, so it's 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 going to fit like uh, like the mayor was saying, all the different organizations, you know. We're going to try to have some kind of fundraiser for them at some point in time. You know, get somebody like a. Uh, John Rich or somebody in the country music business that will come in and donate their time, do a little fundraiser. We'd like to raise enough money for them. Uh, we need to raise about probably $12,000 so that, that let them get settled, get on their feet. That will take away the burden of it's going to run about $1,000 a month for their utilities. Uh, so if we'll start taking donations. They'll, they'll, they will start taking donations and trying to raise that uh, $12,000. We have a question here from a listener who said a while back you mentioned that Amtrak was looking at mm-hmm. this area, uh, running a, a line from Nashville to Atlanta, stopping in Murfreesboro. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're excited about it, but they haven't heard much about it uh, since that time. Well, I'm still excited about it as well, And but I, I we go back uh, every month. We have a GNRC meeting. We talk about transportation. Haven't heard anything uh, uh, since the time that I announced that, uh, but uh, I'll uh, start asking and probing and ask some more questions about it and see if it's still on or not. It's just dealing with the railroad is slow, finicky, <laughs> worse than the post office. <laughs> now, if we uh, if we're looking at Amtrak, that could help relieve some traffic problems. Traffic is probably one of the big issues here in rutherford county Mm -hmm. uh any other things that are on the horizon to reduce the traffic problems or control the traffic more we've looked at uh, everything between uh, uh, bus on shoulders 
uh, hot lanes, meaning that, that you would pay an additional $30. They do that in some other cities, larger cities, where the, they take the HOV lane and turn it into a hot lane, and it's, and it's coordinated off with those little plastic reflectors. And you pay like $30 in San Jose, Miami. They have hot lanes where you can pay to uh, go faster, you know, especially for uh, your trade, HVAC, your electricians, plumbers, etc. All would be willing to pay that if they, on a monthly basis without getting stuck with traffic. However, if you have an accident, they're all going to be shut down. You know, like we had this past week, we had a had a semi went down and started spilling fuel everywhere and they had to shut the whole interstate down so you know i still like my idea that i threw out several years ago before i left the senate and it's putting a, down the middle of the interstate putting a, a monorail um you know i just i think that's a way to transport people faster and, uh, and get them to nashville you know if if i was stuck going five miles an hour down to hickory hollow trying to get to work and it's been an hour and a half trying to go 30 miles and i see something some bullet go by i think i might consider riding that you know so how long would it take if we went that route mm-hmm. where are we talking about a, a several years or it'd take a couple of years to build the route however um you wouldn't have to go through all the environmental study because it's already been done with the interstate going through there um, the the challenge would be is trying to find property because it continues to sell faster than what you'd be able to, you you would need a land port if so to speak where people could actually park and and get on the v, the transportation vehicle and get off um, there's zoning that could be put in place around that area uh, to where um they've done this in other cities to where uh, there's a uh, the property costs more because there are more people getting off if there's 1500 people a day getting off that at that land port then the, you can put zones around that as far as zoning of the property because it will build up so that would be a challenge uh, in the in the near future let's it, take a phone call here <laughs> good morning you're on wgns with our county mayor bill ketron uh, yeah, I wonder if y'all want to comment on this uh, superintendent's fiasco. You know, uh, superintendents used to be elected by the voters, and uh, I thought that was a good thing. And I see now why they passed the law that you got to announce that you're a Democrat or Republican before you run for the school board. Wokeism has come to Murfreesboro. It's you know, it's ridiculous that... Uh, you're going to pay somebody nearly $170,000 for a year for not doing anything. I, I wonder if he needs an assistant. I'd like to help him out there. And I'll hang up and listen. <laughs> well, uh, of course, uh, the county commission and myself, we, we have to honor the elected school board that makes that decision. Um, his contract doesn't run out until uh, Mr. Spurlock's contract doesn't run out until next year. Um, and if he were to say buy me out, which I think is imminent, um, then there again we've lost one hundred sixty thousand dollars and having to hire somebody else. So, you know, can't you get along with him for another year until the contract runs out? I, I think it's kind of a waste, but that's my opinion. But I don't have an opinion when it comes to voting uh, out there on that on that position. But still, the bottom line, the county commission has to fund it. 
you know, it comes back to the commission and, and my recommendation as mayor, you know, so what do we do? We go in and take a 160000 away from what they're proposing from their budget when they bring it to us? I don't know. We'll wait and see. And probably uh, you may end up paying more for the next person also. Yes, sir. That's true. Our phone number is 615-893-1450. You can text your question or you can, like the last person, call it in. 615-893-1450. And uh, a person is asking now, what do you see as one of the biggest challenges ahead for Rutherford County in the coming year? Well, I think one word, growth, encompasses everything, whether it be transportation, building of schools. We talked about last night at Health and Education Committee uh, meeting. We um, They decided to move three out of the five, but we're going to need to go ahead and, and, and look at five. But there was uh, some contra- consternation about voting when you don't know what it's going to cost. But at the same time, how long is that going to take for us to to build onto these schools like Oakland, Riverdale, and some of the uh, Smyrna? We need to build some additional uh, classroom spaces because the growth is here. We don't need to wait two years to start construction. You know, we're getting over a thousand students a year uh, coming into the community. So growth encompasses everything, whether it be roads, you know, transportation, schools, schools. Pay raises. We have our pay rates table will, will be unveiled. I made a re- recommendation of 15% to all the not school board members because they have their own school board and they'll make that decision, their recommendation. But I wanted to lift the table by 15% for all of our county general employees because we're actually behind the 50 percentile of where we should be. And we want to make sure we've got the best employees in the state, and I don't want to lose any of them, whether it be an EMS or Sheriff's Department or Fire and Rescue. We need to make sure that we we retain those because if Williamson County, they went up 10%. Murfreesboro went up 7% with an additional 4% coming in July. Uh, Smyrna went up 8%. Uh, Montgomery County went up 22%. So we need to... Our 15% that I recommended will get us right at the 50 percentile. We're going to pause for just a moment, check on the traffic and weather, and when we come back, uh, we already have a question here from a listener who's wanting to know more about what is uh, ahead in the landfill. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Hey, neighbor, when you talk, others listen. If it's on Good Neighbor Talk, keep it here. WTNS, AM, FM, FM, online. Your time's valuable. Don't spend it cleaning your business. Let Bystar Building Solutions do the work for you. Go to BystarBuildingSolutions.com for a free quote on cleaning your commercial, medical, or government building. BystarBuildingSolutions.com. If you're looking for an authentic relationship with financial experts who genuinely care about your unique needs, Capstar Bank is for you. Capstar Bank is dedicated to the people of this community. Capstar Bank wants to help you reach your financial goals. Because at Capstar Bank, you matter to us. Capstar Bank, 2230 Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. CapstarBank.com. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. 
As cold and flu season approaches, one of the best things that you can do to give somebody who is sick is a quart of Demas's chicken and rice soup. This is Peter Demas with Demas Family of Restaurants. This soup is my grandmother's recipe, and we have used this soup in order to help our family whenever we are sick. Just gives us a good comfort feeling. One of the things that you can also do is you can now ship that soup anywhere across the United States, and you can order that soup online at demasfamilykitchen.com. Hi, this is Amanda from Animal City, inviting your family to come do business with my family. Animal City, 919 Northwest Broad Street in Murfreesboro. And as the weather starts to warm, our minds turn to pond season. Here at Animal City, you can find all the supplies you need for a beautiful and serene garden pond. If you're a pet lover, come see us at Animal City. We have 8,000 square feet of pet products and pets for you to enjoy. Come see us at Animal City, 919 Northwest Broad Street in Murfreesboro. A wind advisory is in effect here for the forecast area. Mostly cloudy skies this afternoon, high in the low 80s. South winds at 20 to 25 miles per hour, gusting as high as 45. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 66. Good morning. It's heavy, but it's moving out here on 24 up through the Hickory Hollow area as you head towards Nashville. A lot of traffic right now and traffic volume on 840 through Williamson County, uh, headed over towards the Franklin area with some radar over there earlier. Gatlinburg Wine Cellar is home of the world-famous cotton candy wine. Check them out at GatlinburgWineCellar.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. This is Sean Brown at Tire World on Broad Street. Did you know we specialize in commercial and fleet business? We're equipped to handle all of your company's automotive needs. Download our Tire World app today for free oil changes and electronic coupons. Come by today for all of your automotive needs. Online at tireworld.us. The Dave Ramsey Show, where debt is dumb, cash is king, and the paid-off home mortgage has taken the place of the BMW. Weekdays from 1 to 4 on WGNS. Welcome back. We're in the final segment of the show, so if you have questions or comments, better hurry and make them. You can do that at 615-893-1450. Our county mayor, Bill Ketron, is with us this morning, along with the deputy to the mayor, Steve Sandlin. And uh, as we were leaving to go into that last break, we had a question come in from a listener wanting to ask about uh, the smell still is strong at the landfill, can't we do something about this problem? Well, Bart, uh, we met with um, uh, Republic about two weeks ago, and they promised us, uh, of course, it's a promise. Um, there's no way to enforce that promise, but they promised us that they, they were continuing to install more um, methane collection system underneath the, the garbage to collect it and burn it off to get rid of the smell. Uh, they say they have five years left of space. What we have done is uh, uh, we've recommended by resolution to support um, the uh, Solid Waste Regional Authority, which is made up of four counties, is not to allow Republic to expand their footprint out there. So that means that they're not going to be able to expand, and they have five years left, and, and the clock is, is ticking. In the meantime, we have to. We met with all the city mayors uh, last week, on a week ago Monday, and and we have a meeting set up with Pratt Recycling. We've talked about that here on the show in the past. They're out of Conyers, Georgia. They're the um, uh, fifth largest <coughs> recycler of corrugated cardboard in the in the world. 
they're a $2 billion company. What we have in mind is to take our 20 acres down at Florence and um, uh, right across from the city mulching facility. Matter of fact, there's a, a, a hazardous waste uh, drop-off tomorrow, so everybody get all your hazardous waste and take oh, it out there. Saturday. Or Saturday, yeah. Saturday. I'm sorry. Yeah. Eight, eight until noon, I think. It yeah, is. That, that is correct. But um, what we're interested in is, is putting in a MRF. Uh, material recovery facility where it's got a conveyor belt and drop off the trash and we start picking out the plastics and the cardboard and etc and then putting in the rail spur to start shipping it out so let's take for example what happens to all that trash in five years when republic is closed there's only three three more facilities in the mid-state area there's by county up in montgomery county is a landfill and you've got one down in lewisburg uh, which is owned by Waste Management, and then you have the, the facility landfill down at Camden on the Tennessee River. So to transport that garbage by truck, how many how many trips will it take to get rid of our waste stream? You know, so we're thinking that if we can put in a rail spur and not just ship the plastics and et cetera, like the Pratt Recycling, who takes the plastic water bottles, and they grind it up and send it to Dalton, Georgia, and make carpet out of it. Um, we need to be looking at companies that are doing things like that. Now, in the past, you have talked with quite a few companies mm-hmm. who are recycling a lot of their garbage mm-hmm. itself. Uh, are you planning or are there thoughts of having the county's own recycling and landfill uh, at some future point? Or can we you, ever have one? No, you'll never get another landfill permitted. Uh, <clears throat> there's... Uh, I think out of all the landfills, there's some that, like the one over in Wilson County, there is a permit that's available over in Wilson County, uh, but they have allowed, through their planning uh, and zoning, they've allowed $700,000 homes to be built right up next to where that, that farm is. That will never happen. So, you know, it's the NIMBY, not in my backyard syndrome all across the state. Nobody wants a landfill. We don't want the one we got here. We're stuck with it probably for another five years. Um, but what we can do is work with people who are willing to uh, take our waste stream and pick out the recyclables. Uh, we've got to do that. Tennessee Eastman Chemical is now taking plastic, as much plastic. They want 200 million pounds of plastic by 2025 and 500 million tons of plastic by 2030. So that we're thinking this rail spur, if we can put it in, we can start uh, through our new convenience centers that we're building. We just let the bid on that uh, week before last, so we're updating all of our convenience centers. We're going to be really getting more into um, uh, and teaching how to properly recycle and and bringing more of that waste stream in for recyclable products and share with whoever, um, like Pratt, they're willing to split the profits on, on any profits that's derived from the plastic or the cardboard, et cetera. So the old movie, The Graduate, was right on target yes, when sir. they said, where's our future? Mm-hmm. Plastic. Plastic. That's <laughs> well, different one, direction from what we thought. Yes, yes. One thing, Bart, that the mayor has said, too, you know, I mean, we, we get phone calls, you know, about the smell and stuff. But this is, this is a private company. You know, uh, the state is real involved in looking on them, I think, TDEC. Mm-hmm. So folks can call TDEC and tell them 
you know, is there calling us? Because it is a private company. Our landfill, Rutherford County's landfill, has been shut down since the mid '90s. Yeah, we. So a lot of people not, don't understand that. A lot of people right. think that we, you know, because it's being said by some people uh, on the campaign trail that they're bringing 32 counties or 37 counties of trash into our county to our landfill. That's not our landfill. We capped our landfill back in the '90s under yeah. Nancy Allen. Right. Uh, so this is a private landfill, and some are saying, "Well, we'll condemn it." Go ahead, and how long is that going to be tied up in court? <laughs> yeah. On that note, we say thank you to our county mayor, Bill Ketron, deputy to the mayor, Steve Sandler. <laughs>